You're listening to episode 46 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a holistic nutritionist and women's lifestyle coach living in Hamilton, Ontario in Canada. And here on the Room to Grow podcast, I bring you thoughts or guests in areas of nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship that will help you gain confidence so you can stress less and elevate yourself to create the life you love. We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Emily. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today it's a little bit special, at least to me, (laughs) because today is my birthday. And this is a little weird for me because I generally am someone who does not at all make a big deal about my birthday. It's just not, I don't know. I I, I eat cupcakes the rest of the year too. So (laughs) I don't really want anyone to get me gifts um, because I'm super minimalist. I would rather just, you know, have experiences with people. Um, It's, it's just not, it's been a long time. I feel like since I made a big deal about my birthday. So this year I just wanted to do a special podcast episode and it just happens to fall on the actual day itself. So it worked out and I took it as a sign that I needed to actually do a special birthday episode for my birthday. (laughs) So um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about 10 things that I have really picked up on this year and kind of learned, even if they were things that I kind of maybe thought I knew before. um, I, I really learned these for better or for worse, like either the easy way or the hard way, it really got drilled in this year. And honestly, I mean, I know I've talked about this a couple times, but this year has probably been the most challenging year I've had yet. There's just been a lot of change, like massive, massive life changes, um, huge, painful growth, like all the things, but I have also learned more about myself than I have ever before, I think as well, um, both in terms of business and just as an individual, how I show up in the world, my wants, my needs, all of those different things, it has all kind of come together this year. And I really feel like it was sort of a bit of a rebirth of, of Emily this year. I, I really have shifted a lot and it's it's been really interesting. So I'm actually pretty excited to to share some of this with you. The other thing is for those of you who are maybe a little bit newer to the podcast, um, you might not be aware that I had a previous podcast, Fit and Nourished Mind. Yes, it is still up. Yes, you can go still look it up. Um, <laughs> it's available on iTunes, all those places. And I had it with my amazing podcast partner, Kate Horner, um, who I absolutely adore. And she and I just decided to end up parting ways. And But why this all seems super weird, and, and I just kind of realized it as I was jumping on, that uh, tomorrow, so November 21st, this is coming out on November 20th, um, but November 21st, 2017, a year ago to the day, tomorrow, was when she and I launched our podcast. Not only that, but she and I wrapped up our podcast in June after 46 episodes. And today's episode, I launched the Room to Grow podcast the same day that we ended Fit Fit Nourish Mind. And today is episode 46 of the Room to Grow podcast. 
<laughs> so it's just really weird how the stars are like all aligning on this. It just, it's so strange to me. Also, side note, I can't believe that I have done 46 episodes of the Room to Grow podcast. Um, I don't know where the time has gone. And really quick, I want to make sure that I mention this before I forget that episode 50 is going to be a very special Q&A episode. So I want to get all of your questions and it, like anything goes here, guys. You ask me a personal question if you want. If it's too personal, I will let you know that I'm putting a boundary, but I really don't think that, that it would be. I have no problem addressing just about anything. So ask me a personal question. Ask me something about, you know, like digestion, hormones, um, handling all or nothing mindset around food. Uh, if you're having any kind of mental block, anxiety, anything like that, ask away. I definitely want to know what you have to say here. So you can either email me at info at emilygoffcoaching.com, pop into the Room to Grow uh, podcast Facebook group. It'll all be, this will all be linked in the show notes as well. Or just send me a DM on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach is my handle. So just pop over there and let me know because I want to make sure that this episode number 50 that's coming up is going to be extra special. But anyway, that's a little bit of an aside. Um, yeah, it's just really weird to me how it all lined up that I have officially been podcasting for exactly a year. And I did 46 episodes of Fit Nourish Mind uh, with Kate before we wrapped it up and Room to Grow podcast is still going strong and I plan on it being a permanent thing. And today happens to be episode 46 as well. It is so strange to me. Um, anyway, it just feels like this year is also extra symbolic because of all the change this year and because for the first time in 11 years, I am actually able to take my birthday off and spend the whole day with loved ones. That is also a big deal. And I realize that that's also a huge privilege. Like not everybody gets to take their birthday off. The reason why that's a big deal is because in my previous job, this was the busiest time of year. And we, we actually weren't allowed to take time off uh, this time of year just because it was always just too busy. There was just too much work to do. So I was at my corporate job for 11 years. I could never take my birthday off. Like we could never travel anywhere. Um, not even just for my birthday, just kind of in the fall leading into, into Christmas in general. Um, it was just never possible. It was never a thing. So this is a little weird that I, because I now work from home full time, um, doing what I love, doing the podcast, working with clients for nutrition and mindset and all of that great stuff. I actually get to design my own schedule and I am taking 95% of tomorrow off. Um, I've got a couple things that I, I, that I want to get done. I don't have to, I just want to get them done because I really enjoy my job. So I'm going to knock those out first thing in the morning after a, a workout. And I think I'm going to go for a hike and then I'm hanging out with loved ones for the rest of the day. And probably eating cupcakes and I'm pretty excited about that. So, <laughs> um, I'm recording this, uh, I'm recording this the day before. So if I'm saying tomorrow, it's, it's because it is the day before my birthday, but this is coming out on my actual birthday. Um, so yeah, one year anniversary of starting a podcast. And this is just to kind of start things off. I think that one of the things that I have really noticed the most this year is getting more comfortable in my own voice, both literally and metaphorically, actually, because metaphorically speaking, just kind of coming into my own and really starting to recognize what I want to talk about, what I want to be doing, what I want to be helping people with. And also literally because 
it is weird to hear your own voice sometimes, but I've gotten really used to it. And it's funny because I still have podcast guests on. Um, I was even just talking to a former guest the other day who said that she, she still hasn't listened to her podcast episode from a couple months ago because she's just really uncomfortable with listening to her own voice. I get that. I, I so get that. It was the weirdest thing. When I first started podcasting, I, especially the very first episode, like I was so awkward. I thought for sure nobody would ever want to listen to it. And then when people would be new to the podcast and they would go back to the very first episode uh, on the previous podcast, I'd be like, oh, please, please don't listen to that first episode. <laughs> it's just so, so awkward. Like I swear the podcast has gotten better since then. So it's just funny how we grow and evolve. And I, I feel like I've just become a lot more comfortable in my own skin. And I think that that just comes with practice. That just comes with stepping outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis and figuring it out and trusting yourself to figure it out and getting comfortable being uncomfortable. That's that's one of the biggest things that, that you can do for yourself in any realm, whether it's, it's listening to your, the sound of your own voice or just figuring out who you really are. Honestly, the fact that I have a podcast still amazes me that I have access to this incredible platform that you show up and listen every week like that it blows me away and I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you who listens and supports this podcast and shares it on social media and reaches out to thank me I, I cannot tell you how much it means to me because that's the stuff that's really important to me that is by far the most important to me like this is this is why I'm not generally interested in things like, um, you know, stuff as birthday gifts or, or things like that, because to me, sort of embodying a minimalist type of lifestyle, which uh, I, I have a, a guest coming on in the next couple months to get into that a little bit more with me. But I think that one of, one of the things that we all need to recognize is that life really is kind of about experiences and stuff isn't what is going to make us happy. It's so much more about people and relationships and figuring out what it is that we're supposed to be doing in this life. And that, that takes time, that takes the effort to do that, but the payoff is unbelievable. And I am just so incredibly grateful for everyone who listens to the podcast. I think it is so, so cool. By the way, I have been getting a lot of questions about starting a podcast, um, more and more so lately. So if you do have any questions, again, please email me. All the information is in the show notes. Um, I would love to chat with you. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to give you some tips or anything like that. So reach out. I'd love to talk to you about it and give you some, after starting two podcasts, I've learned quite a bit along the way. So I'm happy to pass along any information that I can that will help you sort of navigate some of the and hopefully avoid some of the bumps that I have run into along the way and, and have since learned to deal with. So that's just a quick aside, but uh, be sure to reach out if you do want to chat. So, okay, I'm going to jump into the 10 things that I have really, really learned this year more than ever before. And number one, it's so simple, but to say thank you more often. And this can kind of apply in any situation, but overall, I think what I've really learned the most is that everyone just wants to feel seen and heard and appreciated. Like when was the last time you thanked someone in your life simply for showing up exactly as they are? 
So think about, for example, your, if you have a, a romantic partner, when was the last time you just thanked them for being them? Not, you know, can you do something else this way? And then you thank them when they do it a different way or whatever. Like, that's great too. That's amazing. If, if they're trying to help you out in some way or anything like that. But sometimes it's nice to just give a really unexpected thank you, like out of nowhere, just completely off the cuff. And you know, you just turn to, to this person. It can be a romantic partner. It can just be a friend. It can be a family member. It can be a perfect stranger. Just saying thank you. That simple act can absolutely change the course of someone's day. And one of the ways I figured this out the most is people reaching out to thank me for podcast episodes. And it has just touched my heart in ways that I didn't think was even possible. Like, like the depths of my heart, like it really means that much to me. And I've learned this in all kinds of other situations in, in my own life and my personal life this year as well, that just saying thank you more often for the people who love you and support you and show up for you, that is so important. And I think that sometimes we brush that aside as not being enough. And sometimes thank you is, is all we need. It's all we need to give. It's all we need to hear. And that can go the farthest way. The other part of this is if someone pops into your head, tell them, tell them and say hi. Like voice texting is my new favorite thing. <laughs> I'm kind of obsessed and it's hilarious because I get mad at my iPhone if I'm kind of crazy hand talking and I take my finger off that record button thing and then it stops recording and I have to start all over again. So that's not the best. Maybe I'm not selling you on voice texting right now, but <laughs> it is super simple, especially if it's a really short message. It's so nice and quick and it's just so much more personal because people actually get to hear your voice. And I'm not going to lie. I hate getting voicemails. Like I just hate it. You have to dial into a thing and you have to enter a password and then there's like all the automated prompts you have to go to before you ever even get to the message. It's just, it's, it's too much for me. And voice texting is just so easy because I usually have, you know, like my headphones with me or something anyway. And because I'm usually listening to podcasts or music or whatever. So then you can just have somebody, you know, a loved one pop into your ear really quickly. How good does that feel? So to be able to do that for someone else, that's amazing. There's also um, a feature, I, I've only used it a couple times, but there's like a Facebook Messenger voicemail, I think as well. So it works essentially the same way as a voice text just on Facebook Messenger, which is kind of interesting as well. So if somebody pops into your head, don't ignore that. Like look them up, look them up and actually say hi. And, and the sound of your voice, again, is the smallest thing. Like just, hey, like thanks for being in my life. Um, you know, I really appreciate you. You popped into my head. I hope that you're having an amazing day today. Let's uh, set a date to connect soon or something like that. That would put the biggest smile on my face if I was on the receiving end of that. And I love being able to do something so small, but so incredible, incredibly meaningful like that for other people. So I'm, I'm really challenging you to start thanking people more often just for, for showing up as they are. And if somebody thinks, if you think of somebody, voice text them, just send them a voice text. It's super easy if you have an iPhone. I'm sure that there's ways to do it on, on Androids and stuff as well, but iPhone makes it the most simple. Um, it's just, it's a really, really cool thing to do. I, I love that feature. Okay. Number two, say no to protect your energy, but 
and this sounds super cliche, <laughs> but say yes to things that scare you. I know it sounds super cliche, but it honestly could not be more true. The more that you get comfortable saying yes to things that seem kind of terrifying to you, the more you're going to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I know that I've said that so many times on this podcast, um, on various episodes, but I can't stress it enough because there's so many things that, that we often fear. We're holding, you know, imposter syndrome deep into us. Like it's ingrained into us that, you know, who am I to do that thing? Or, you know, what, what am I thinking, thinking that I could pull this off or, you know, show up in a different way or, or start a business or try this new, this new way of eating or something like that. There's so many things that can cause all kinds of resistance. And that resistance is fear. Ultimately, that's, that's like the fear talking. And if we continue to practice saying yes to those things, it's going to get easier. It's just going to keep getting easier and you're going to keep doing scarier and scarier things. And it's going to feel a little bit easier each time. And then you're going to look back on, you know, let's say your birthday rolls around and you look back on the past year, you go, Oh my God, I did that. I, I did all these things. Like I, I, you know, in my case, I quit my job. Like I, I honestly wasn't sure if I'd ever get there. <laughs> and my, my full-time job was, was a great job. It just wasn't where I needed to be. But leaving that security of a paycheck, that was terrifying. I debated that for months, like with everyone under the sun, even as well. I just, I wanted everybody's opinion. I wanted everybody to weigh in because it just felt so scary. And it was scary. It, it's a big deal. And, you know, sometimes being an entrepreneur is not easy. It, it's not just all hanging out at home in yoga pants. Like there are hard days sometimes. And, and I've experienced a lot of that this year, but it has also made saying yes to other scary things a lot simpler a lot simpler because I'm like, damn, if I can do that big, scary, hairy thing, then all these other things are like minor in comparison, but you do need to protect your energy. So this is where you need to get to know yourself, get to know what, what energizes you and what drains you. So one example that I often come back to is that I'm an introvert, but I'm a little bit of a, I took a personality test the other day and I, I, it described my personality type as a social chameleon because I can come across as an extrovert in certain scenarios, but once I can, I can only do that for short bursts of time before my energy completely drains and I have to kind of go inward and be alone for a while because ultimately I, I am truly an introvert. Um, but some people are extroverts and the most amazing thing that they can do for their energy is to be around other people. So you have to get to know yourself and you have to figure out what is going to charge your battery and what is going to require you to rest. Both of those, it, it's a balance and you have to figure out what to say yes to and what to say no to. It's going to look a little bit different for everyone, but I think it's a really important area of your life to start working on getting clear around. It will go such a long way in your personal life, in your work life, all of, all of those things will really come down to, and, and your enjoyment of all of those things as well, how you show up, it will all come down to the way you manage your energy. So I think it's something that's really, really important to pay attention to. Number three is a big one. 
so many of us struggle with this. I don't, I don't think I know anyone who doesn't struggle with this. And that is to stay in your own lane. Looking around is not only overwhelming, but it will paralyze you from moving forward. So we have to get super clear at going at our own pace. And you might need to get ruthless in order to do this. You might need to delete social media apps off of your phone for a little while and go on a social media diet for a while. You may need to get more into the mindset of uh, creating as opposed to consuming. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, let's say you've always wanted to start a blog or something like that. Start writing those blog posts. Like stop looking around, stop, stop checking out what everybody else is doing. Stop because all of those things are just going to make that imposter syndrome that will inevitably at some point come up for you. It will make it even worse. And you'll start looking around going, oh, well, everything's already been said. And, and she said it so much better than I ever could. And it doesn't matter. Nobody else can tell your story in your voice. Nobody else. This can also go for things like, um, like nutrition and, and exercise and stuff like that. If you're following a bunch of fitness models and you're trying to, you're, you're having a, a lot of trouble with your weight or your mindset around food, your relationship with food, all of those things. And you see fitness models that are posting these little teeny tiny portions of food and, and how satisfied they are and all, all of those ridiculous things promise you those girls are popping some cupcakes somewhere along there. <laughs> and we just need to pull back from that. So if somebody is making you feel like you are not enough, not, not good enough, um, that there's, you know, there's too many other people doing all these other things and, and therefore you can't anything like that. If any of those feelings are coming up, get super clear about staying in your own lane and do whatever it takes to do so because you will never regret unfollowing someone on Instagram. I can tell you that much. You're, you're never going to have regrets about that. What you will have regrets about is not starting today to do something that you've always wanted to do, either to change the way you eat or change your relationship with exercise, change a habit, start a business, whatever it is, whatever that looks like for you, find a new job, whatever it is you will only regret not starting that. But you will regret going, man, I wish I hadn't, you know, just gotten so stuck in my own head, too busy looking around, watching everybody else doing it. Like you want to start, start today. Start today. Stop waiting for the right time. There will never be a right time. I have to have this pep talk with myself sometimes. This is why I'm sharing it on this podcast about things that I've learned in my last year around the sun because I, that's one that I continue to learn more every year, but this year it has become more obvious to me than ever before that I just got to stay in my own lane and you need to do the same. We're all going at our own pace. I saw a quote the other day on Instagram, ironically, Instagram, something about don't let the internet rush you. And I think that's really important. Like don't let the internet rush you. We're all going at our own pace and the pace that you're going at is, is exactly right for you. It's exactly where you need to be at this moment in time. And that doesn't mean that you can't start taking action. Like go do it, take that action. That's really important, but don't let that fear hold you back from ever starting at all because that you will regret. 
So make sure that you are keeping your eyes on your own paper and do things at your own pace without checking out what everybody else has got going on. Number four, I've talked about anxiety a lot this year. And what I, I just really want to stress is to take care of your mental health as well as you would for your physical health. There are all kinds of people who are always talking about, you know, diets, not that like we do diets. So over here on the room to grow podcast, but you know, like going on a diet and, and eating better and, and working out more, all of those super vague goals, whatever those are supposed to mean that aren't even real goals, frankly. And we tend to forget about the mental health. And this can tie into a lot of other things that I'm talking about here, like saying no to things that are going to drain your energy. Saying yes to things that scare you. Yes, that can actually be really good for your mental health sometimes, depending on the situation. But saying yes to those things that scare you, if, if we're talking about things like stepping into using your creativity or um, finding new outlets for yourself, like a new hobby or something like that that you've never tried before, and it might feel kind of scary, but you're trying it anyway, that's actually a good thing. That's a good thing because if you're stifling all of that down too far, you're just going to end up with more anxiety. That just ends up building up in the form of anxiety. So that's something that you need to really, really focus on. And I just can't stress enough how important it is to take care of your mental health. Obviously, nutrition and, and exercise actually do play a huge role in your mental health as well as your physical health. But there are other things too. Like I, I started seeing a counselor regularly this year. And she has made a massive difference in my life. Absolutely massive. I've got, uh, again, I've got some, guys, I've got the most badass interviews coming up for you. Like, I, I can't even explain my level of excitement with the amazing interviews that I have coming up. And I think that you're going to love them because we're really diving into some, some big issues and some of them uh, relate around mental health and anxiety and stuff like that. And I, I think that you're going to get a lot out of them, but I just really want to encourage you to take care of your mental health. Get outside, go into nature, drink the water, you know, go for, go for a workout do, do something that uses your creativity a little bit. Do something that you enjoy. All of these things are so important and, and all of that, that fun stuff will get pushed to the bottom as your to-do list gets longer. And then you're just going to end up getting more and more and more anxious. I have ended up in that boat too many times this year. And every time I pull myself out of it and get back to focusing on the things that are really important and that I know are really solid for my mental health, I'm always reminded, always reminded, like this is what I have to come back to. This is what grounds me. These are the things that I have to do consistently not just when I'm starting to feel shitty. You have to do that stuff consistently and you will end up feeling so much better for it. It will change your life. And don't fear therapy. Don't fear therapy. I think it can be incredibly helpful. I've had an, just an amazing experience and it is absolutely worth it. So moving on, number five, letting go. And again, this can kind of go a few different ways, but... One of them I would argue would be to learn to forgive quickly, especially in relationships and letting go of beliefs that you have about yourself and what you're capable of that are no longer serving you either. 
both of those things are two lessons that I've probably learned the most about letting go this year because forgiving quickly, I mean, we have to look at big picture sometimes. So if you're mad at a friend or you're mad at your partner or whatever, something, a, a little sort of game that I like to play with myself is, you know, if, if heaven forbid, like something were to happen to this person, would I still be mad at them? Like, is, is this a thing that I would still hold against them? And I can tell you like almost every time the answer is almost always no. And it just, it doesn't mean that, that you, that you don't still have a conversation about why something bothered you or, or something like that. What it means is you're putting it in, into perspective for yourself. Because especially if you're in the position of feeling super anxious, if you're overwhelmed, you aren't taking very good care of yourself, all of those things are going to add up to you having a lot harder time letting go of things. And, and you're going to be a lot more worked up and probably a lot more easily as well. Maybe you're feeling pretty irritable, you know, especially if you're running on a lack of sleep, if you're not taking good care of yourself, all of these things can all play such a huge role. And sometimes it's just really important to put things in perspective. And if that means, you know, taking an imaginary scenario, like what if something happened to this person in my life? Again, like knock on wood that nothing would ever happen. But it just, just for that split second, it gives you perspective and you go, okay, is this really worth like being upset over? You can also in that, in that moment kind of address, what am I really upset about? Because a lot of times you aren't necessarily upset about the thing that you say you're upset about. <laughs> a lot of times it goes deeper than that. And then that can tie into those limiting beliefs that you have about yourself or what you're capable of that are no longer serving you. So this all ties in together. And ultimately what, what most of these things are really coming down to is getting to know yourself because this is always going to look a little bit different for each individual. So letting go, learning to forgive quickly and letting go of, of those old beliefs, those old mindset beliefs, the stories that you're telling yourself essentially. Number six, celebrate the small everyday wins and victories. And I feel like for the first portion of this year, I kind of brushed this off. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's, yeah, I get it. It's fine. And the reason why this would come up regularly was because my business coach, um, I had her on the podcast. I'll make sure to, to reference her in, in the show notes. She, every single Friday, we have a, a little group um, coaching thing on, on Facebook and every single Friday in the group, she posts that she wants everyone to list their celebrations for the week, no matter how big or small she wants everybody to list their celebrations. And for a few weeks, I think it might've even been a couple of months. I kind of just dropped the ball on that completely. So I was still participating in other things on, in the group and stuff, obviously, but whenever she posts a celebration post, I'm like, meh, whatever. Like, I don't feel like I've got much going on right now to celebrate. And, and then this is where the comparison trap will come into. I'd be like, Oh, well, look at the other girls. Like they're, they're moving so much faster than I am. And they're getting a lot more done than I am. And I, I feel like I'm stuck 10 miles behind and, and I'm never going to get caught up. And it, it just continues through the cycle. And then you forget to look back to see how far you've come. We were talking about this in the room to grow podcast, Facebook group the other day. And I think that it's really important to take a look back because 
when I started readjusting my attitude on this and started commenting on the celebration posts in, in the group much more often with my business coach, I started going, it, it creates a certain amount of reflection. And you start to really look through the past few days to go, okay, well, really though, like, what can I celebrate? And it doesn't matter how small it is. If you manage to drink an extra glass of water every day this week, and that's the only thing you manage to do, damn girl, that is a celebration. Like celebrate that, especially if you're someone who's had trouble getting enough water in before. Hydrating is a big deal. <laughs> Hydrating is a really big deal. I have to tell you, almost every client I work with has, has difficulty getting enough water in and it's, it's often something that we, we virtually always have to address. So I know that most of you out there are not getting enough water. So if you manage to do something as small as drinking an extra glass of water every day, celebrate that. Celebrate that. Be like, man, I did so well this week drinking an extra glass of water. And if this had been six years ago, I probably would have had half the amount of water this week that I had this week. Wait, did I say that right? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say here. Is celebrating the really small wins, small, big, whatever it is, it is really important. Again, it gives you a lot of perspective. It gives you a ton of perspective and it also really creates a lot of gratitude as well. Like tons of gratitude. It's amazing. So make sure that you're doing that for yourself because I think that it's really, really important. You know, celebrate with a friend, something like that. It, like it doesn't have to just be you alone, but making sure that you are celebrating somehow, whether it's in your journal or with it's with, whether it's with somebody else or come to the Room to Grow podcast Facebook group and tell us all about it. I would love to hear that. Okay, so number seven, female friendships matter. Female friendships matter. And again, this is one that I thought I learned last year, but the, the women that I have met and connected with this year, particularly in my mastermind, and uh, if you want to hear more about my entire experience at one of my mastermind events this year, I will reference that episode as well. It was about three or four episodes ago. Um, it was powerful. It was game changing. And I have never seen other women show up for each other the way these women did. It was incredibly powerful. And I really, truly experienced this year, um, both with them and with a couple other really close girlfriends who I have met through um, business and, and being an entrepreneur that when women show up for other women, like the world shifts, it is unbelievable. And I truly thought that I just was never going to experience that. I thought that that just wasn't ever going to happen for me. I always felt like a bit of a lone wolf, um, like between being an only child and then an introvert as well. It just, I always felt like that just wasn't going to happen for me. I, I never really had many close female friendships, just my, basically just my one best friend for the most part. Um, and there would be a, you know, a handful of other girlfriends, but no one that I was ever super close to. These women that I have met in the last year in particular, um, have just been life changing for me. And I really want to encourage you to seek out those female friendships. If you want to hear a little bit more about this, uh, there's two episodes I'm going to send you back to, um, actually three, if you can't, the masterminding one, but also episode 43, the art of maintaining friendships and episode 12, taming your inner mean girl. 
Those are both really important ones to listen to. I would, I would love for you to listen to those because they're going to go into a little bit more about how to go about building those friendships as well. I don't want to take up this whole episode on this one. Um, so make sure to jump back and, and listen to those. But I just really want to stress that female friendships can be incredibly powerful. And I think that there are too many of us selling them short. And I was one of those people. And this year, I absolutely changed my story on that completely changed my story. And when you change your story about something like that, it opens you up to receive that as well. It's just, it's incredibly, incredibly powerful. So definitely make sure to go back and and check out those episodes. Um, Number eight, this one can be a little bit tougher to swallow, but (laughs) this one I, I learned over and over and over again this year, which is to take responsibility for yourself and your own actions. And I thought I had already kind of mastered that. And this year I really got a taste for, you know what, there's even more I can be doing in this area. So the next time, for example, the next time you go to complain about something or wish that something in your life was different, stop and consider how you might be responsible for that. One of my, one of my other business coaches, James Wedmore, has asked us to start keeping a complaint journal. <laughs> And I actually, I seriously love this. At first I was a little eh, and then I started doing it. I'm like, damn, this is amazing. So you're going to take a piece of paper in your journal and divide it into two columns. One column is going to be the complaint and the other is where you are avoiding responsibility for said complaint. So let me think of an example here. Um, Let's say that your complaint is that you ordered a birthday gift for, for a friend and it didn't come on time. So where are you avoiding responsibility for that complaint? Well, maybe you didn't order it in time. Um, you know, maybe you ended up, oh gosh, I don't know, putting myself on the spot here. No, I'm not sure. But <laughs> there's all kinds of things that when you really dig into it, you can start to see where you might be avoiding responsibility for that complaint. And this is for any complaint, like big or small. And, and the other thing is, I mean, really, when we start to track our complaints, oh my God, that, that list can get very long, very quickly. And I mean, I always think of myself as a pretty positive person and someone who also really bends over backwards to take ownership of what, what I, in my biased opinion, feel to be sometimes more than others occasionally. And it was eye-opening because there was still, there's all kinds of things that initially, unless you do any deep thinking about it, you're like, oh, this is somebody else's fault. This is, this is the post office's fault. They didn't get me my package on time, you know? And then we have to start digging into that a little bit more and go, okay, but like, what, what are the real things that are going on here? And you can keep, you can keep digging into that too. Like then you can come up with one reason, like, well, I didn't order it on time. And then you can keep digging into that farther and farther and farther to see how far that level of responsibility with yourself can go. So I really recommend you, you give that, that one a try. Another thing is that you can also reference, um, episode number 24 about victim mindset. And that will really talk to you a lot about learning to take responsibility for your own actions, as opposed to taking on the victim role, because it's so much more empowering when you take your power back by taking responsibility, but you can only take your power back by accepting that responsibility. 
So I think that's a really, really interesting exercise to give it a try. And it's been totally eye-opening for me. Number nine, I swear we're almost done here. Number nine is to stop waiting for the right time. Honestly, it, like Nike got it right. Just do it. Just do it. Jump and build the net as you fall. Like there's, there's no other learning experiences like it. And you will never look back and be so happy that you, that you never took a single risk. One example is investing in yourself. Because I have to tell you, even if something hurts you a little bit financially, investing in yourself is virtually always a safe bet. Like that is the one thing that I could say without fail, investing in yourself is, is always going to be a safe bet because you're betting on you. And if you won't bet on you, who else is going to, right? So stop waiting for the right time because there's never going to be an exact right time. We are never going to feel 100% ready for virtually anything in our lives, anything. <laughs> so take the leap take the leap, you know, come up with a plan, you know, whatever's going to make you feel more comfortable. That's awesome. But don't do, don't take forever to do it. You know, come up with a plan that, that makes you feel a little bit better about something. And then it's like ripping off a bandaid, just do it. And if you are trusting you, then you're in great shape because you'll figure it out. I promise you, you'll figure it out. Number 10, last one here is sometimes <laughs> sometimes you're going to have those years where you just want it to be over and it might feel like you can't take any more stress and then life is going to knock you flat on your face again and then it's going to happen again <laughs> and again and again and again that is basically how I have felt for much of this year there's also been hugely positive moments in this year too like multiple multiple amazing incredible powerful positive moments so I don't want you to give to get the impression that it's just been like all clouds around here or something like that. I have had a really incredible year. There's just been a lot of learning that has felt incredibly painful at times. And there have been a lot of times where I would just finally manage to pick myself up and dust myself off and then life would smoke me in the face again. And it just kind of felt like, when the hell is this year going to be over? <laughs> so I want to remind you of a quote that I actually found really helpful. And it is by, by all people, of all people, Justin Timberlake. That man, I'm telling you, he just, he does everything. And the quote is, you're not meant to do what's easy. You're meant to challenge yourself. You're not meant to do what's easy. You're meant to challenge yourself. And that, that quote really resonated with me because every time life would hit me in the face again, I'm like, you know what? It's just another challenge. It's just another challenge. And this journey is not supposed to be easy. I am meant to challenge myself so that I can learn so that I can maybe teach others, even just the smallest little thing that I maybe picked up along the way. And if it will help them, then it was worth the lesson, was it not? It was worth the challenge. It was worth getting hit in the face, <laughs> metaphorically, of course. Um, it, it, was, it was all worth it to me. So while this year, this is 30, 31st, I'm turning 32. So does that make this past year my 31st year around the sun, I think? 
I'm not actually sure. Somebody, somebody get back to me on that. I'm not sure what the deal is there. <laughs> so if, if it feels like life is getting a little bit too hard, just remind yourself that life isn't actually always meant to be easy necessarily because you are inevitably going to run into challenges. And while this last trip around the sun felt like challenge after challenge at times, I have also, like I said, learned more this year than I have ever learned before. And these are lessons that I am going to carry with me for the rest of my life. So you know what? Like 30, 30 second year can bring it on. Again, is, then is this my 33rd year if I just turned 32? Somebody tell me. I need somebody to tell me if I'm getting that wrong or not. <laughs> Either way, I think that even, even if th this next upcoming year is just as challenging or more so than this past year has been, it's okay because I've gotten all the experience of this year that will help me get through the next round of challenges, whatever they might be. So if you're feeling like you're struggling right now and you're having some difficulty and, and you're feeling really challenged, just know that whatever you're going through now, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will be able to get through it. And what you learn now, it's not going to last forever, but what you learn now, you can, that will last forever. That lesson, those set of lessons, whatever it is, that will last forever and you can take that with you. And that is what you are going to need to get through your next set of challenges. And it's all going to be worth it. You're not meant to do what's easy. You're meant to challenge yourself by Justin Timberlake. Again, that's not me. That's Justin Timberlake. So next time you're knocked down, I want you to think of two things. One of them is your why. Getting super clear on your big why. This has been coming up a lot on the podcast with guests too, both previous guests and upcoming guests that will be airing soon. But if you aren't clear on where you're going and or where you are now, you're never going to be able to create the map to get there. So get super clear on your why. Why is it that you are doing whatever you're doing? And once you've asked why, ask why again, and then again, and again, and again, and dig into that deeper, peel back the layers of that why to get to the root of really why you want to do something, why it is that you're doing something or, or that there's something new you want to try or whatever find out your why. The second thing is to figure out why you're grateful for a situation, even when it feels hard as shit to come up with a reason. <laughs> because what I want you to remember is that life is happening for you. It is not happening to you. Life is happening for you. Like I said, because these challenges that you are going through right now, you're going to need those lessons to get through the next round. And things are just going to keep getting better. It's cool. Like, you know, there's, there's always going to be bigger things coming up. I'm not saying that, that there won't be significant challenges that might feel insurmountable when they show up. But whatever you're learning now, you'll be able to take that with you. You'll be able to take that with you and to use that for your advantage. So figuring out even the smallest thing, but why you're grateful for a shitty situation that you're in right now, even when it feels really hard to come up with that reasoning, that will help you. It will start to shift how you view a situation. It will start to make that challenge feel a little bit easier. So I really hope that this has helped. Um, I, I This one was a little bit kind of random, a little bit off the cuff. And I just really wanted to share 
some of the things that I have picked up this year because there have been some tough lessons. The list was longer, but this podcast episode has already gone on way longer than I intended. So if you're still here, if you're still listening, I, I really, I love and appreciate you <laughs> even more because I feel like I've been a little bit rambly on this one, but um, I just hope that you can take something away from this, that if you're having a tough time right now, or, you know, maybe if you're, if you end up having a tough time, hopefully not, but if you end up having a tough time in the future, that you might maybe remember something from this that, that can help you through that situation because we're all going to run into challenges at one point or another. It's inevitable. So if you can remember something from this that uh, you can carry with you or something in this is maybe helping you right now, that is absolutely worth me doing this episode for you. So I really hope that, uh, that you can get something out of it. And I will be listing these in the show notes as well. Um, and honestly, I am, uh, I'm probably eating cupcakes right now. So yeah, catch me over on Instagram <laughs> at Emily Goff coach, and you can maybe see some of the cupcakes that I'm likely eating at the moment. And, uh, I would love to hear it. If, if you listen to the episode, what you think, and if you, while you're here, if you could also review the podcast, that would mean the absolute world to me. It really helps, uh, to, with the iTunes rankings, to help get the podcast out there, help get the word out there and just get as many people listening as possible. And it just really means a lot. So thank you for being here. I am so fortunate to have you guys and I really, really appreciate it and have an amazing day. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go though? If you can take a, take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you and thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.